time today is that how you say it i don't know i never i never knew i was i never knew how to say it i always thought it was some exotic word and i was just sure. gonna pronounce it wrong anyway let's well, spell p-o-k-e yeah it could be pokey like pokemon yeah i always said pokey or poke you know i think it's poke you know what i never called it what pokwa no never there's no q and there's also no u after the k yeah maybe the p is silent <sighs> i never thought of that yeah, maybe it's Oki Bowl. It would mm. make sense. It's really good in, in uh, Burma. Mm. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of... Uh, Welcome. Dylan and Dutch Metal Detecting. Should we tell them where we're at? Yeah, um, no, a lot to catch up on. A lot. Right, currently, right now, um, we are in Cambodia, in the jungle of Cambodia, sitting in hiding, we're... We're kind of hiding out right now, uh, right outside of, uh, this, this temple is ancient. Yeah. Cambodia, as you all know, is, uh, the name is from the Khmer word for Karabuchia, which is Sanskrit for, um, something Dutch. Yeah. Uh, if you're familiar with, uh, Angkor Wat, which is also, like, in Cambodia, that's, that's pretty much, that's the type of temple we're talking about right here. This is, this is an ancient it's overgrown with, uh, yeah, overgrown with vines and, 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 and everything. It looks like it's been here for thousands of years. I don't think uh, humans have touched it. I don't think, excuse me, let me correct myself. I don't think Western civili- civilization knows anything about this. No, I've never, I've never read about this particular temple. We're very well read on hidden temples. Yeah, it's kind of our thing. Do you ever play that game, Hidden Temple? No. On the phone? No, never. It's terrible. Huh. Yeah. Um, that's where we're at right now, and we'll we'll catch you up first. Where do we start? I mean, um, last time we were here, we uh... <laughs> we were in Israel, and yeah. we discovered, if if you recall, uh, spoiler alert: if you've not listened to episode five, yeah. So if you haven't listened to it, stop right now and listen to episode five. But. Dutch, you were saying? Well, we went back to our first love, which is metal detecting. Sure. And uh, we... Got our Garrett AT Pros out. We uh, hired a guide in Israel, because really we were flying blind. We didn't know where we were going, what we were doing. We just knew what was in Israel. Uh, found this potter's field and uh, yeah. started detecting, and lo and behold... It only took us 17 hours. About 17? About, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, we discovered... The 30 pieces of silver yeah. that Judas oh. received for selling out Jesus. Yeah. Based on the inscription, I see no other conclusion to make other than 
It really was the 30 pieces. Uh, it, I mean, that in itself, that's a, that's a pretty cool find. Yeah, I think so. They were stuck together over time. The silver, uh, it actually kind of welded itself fused, together. Yeah. Fused, um, a lot of patina, a lot of dirt. But, you know, weighing it, considering what the economy was back in the first century A.D., you realize that this was at least 30 pieces, each piece being a certain weight. It only makes sense. Silver doesn't really break down after 2,000 years, but it does, uh, it holds its uh, atomic weight, is what I'm saying. Would you agree? Sure. Yeah, this was, I mean, and this was, this is definitely on my top 50 finds. Yeah, so in the... Just the historical significance alone. Historical significance, mm -hmm. it's in the mid-30s. Would you agree with that, or...? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Higher for me. Historical... If we're just talking historical significance? Just historical. For me? That's a top 20. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, one of these days, we need to do a top, like, 50. Just go down the list. Of all the things that we found? Historical... Like, do historical. Mm-hmm. And then uh, anthropological, archaeological. Theological. Absolutely theological. Mythological. A lot of mythological stuff. A lot of mythological. I could, I could, off the top of my head, two or three dozen things. Well, Mjolnir for one. Yeah. I mean, we talked about that already. Oh my gosh. Um, what a battle. So. Right, the inscription. Let's the talk inscription. about that. Uh, there was one coin that was different than all the others. Yeah. On the back it had an inscription. Uh, we were able to pull it out and... Uh, uh, handwriting. Dead giveaway. Yukon Cornelius. Yes. Yes, yes. Well, there was a picture of a temple. A temple much in the style of Angkor Wat, but yeah. clearly different. Yes. Clear differences. Uh, some of the uh, stone carvings were, yeah, clearly its own thing, not, not exactly Angkor Wat. Yeah. So we knew we had to come to Cambodia, mm -hmm. and we knew we were looking for... A temple. No brainer. No brainer. Yeah. Uh, and so that led us to back to the airport. Our poor guide, Mordecai. Yeah. The Kiwi. Uh, what happened was the Israeli army showed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they saw his uh, bus and they started questioning him, and we hightailed it. No, we got out of there. Yeah, we ditched him. Um, There's one fighting force you do not mess with. It's the Israelis. Yeah. And the Fremen. Mm-hmm. Dune. Absolutely. Also, Rambo. Just himself. Or uh, Dirty Harry. And mm. his friends, uh, Smith and Wesson. <laughs> yeah, so we headed into the uh, Negev. Region. Which is, which is desert. Yeah. In Hebrew. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think. I th I don't my Hebrew isn't really it's pretty subpar but I I think you're absolutely right. Um, <clears throat> once we got to Jordan, uh, we booked ourselves a, a flight. Thank now thankfully you have this friend of the Pentagon. Yeah. Can we talk about your friend, not like in generalities because mm -hmm. we don't want to get him in trouble. Mm -hmm. We can you explain to him like what your friend did. Yeah, so we uh, we had an idea of where we wanted to go in the Cambodian jungle. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing: we you can't just fly into the no. jungle. No, there's not a helicopter at least. No, no, there's still a lot of uh, 
uh, a Viet Cong hiding out, and they'll shoot down any helicopter that they see flying yeah. over. You have a friend who's a station chief. Mm. I'm putting that in quotes. Mm-hmm. See how I'm doing? Mm-hmm. Station chief in quotes. I can confirm. Um, quotes are. He's kind of like an ambassador mm-hmm. in uh, Vietnam. I'm putting that in quotes mm-hmm. too. You see that? Mm-hmm. This quote unquote station chief uh, has a lot of airplanes at his mm-hmm. disposal and uh, a, a uh, budget that is classified even mm-hmm. to the Pentagon. So you have this friend, and you called him up and said, hey, we need a favor. He said, anything for you guys? Because the thing that we did, yeah. remember at that place? Yeah. With him? Yeah. Um, so he got us on a plane that was used to be part of Air America. Hmm. You ever heard of that? No, I didn't realize that. It was a movie in the 90s with Robert Downey Jr., I think. Anyways, he got us on this plane. I think it was, yeah, it had to be Rob. yeah. He got us on this plane, uh, he got us at a jumping altitude, and, uh, what was this satellite? There's something there. Yeah. Something they knew. Talk talk about the satellite. Yeah, he got a hold of a satellite for us to basically shoot a laser exactly where we needed to go, because we had to fly in at night. Yeah. And skydive in at night, uh, you know, to try to remain as undetected as possible. Yeah. Uh, so we had our night vision and infrared, and so we could track what the exact location where did we wanted they, to did land. Did they let you keep the night vision? Oh, I brought my own. I, I didn't, but I know government-issued night vision is that it has um, classified patents. Oh. So I, I kept... I, I took two others, so I'm going to give you one. Oh, dude, that'd be awesome. One, the other one I'm just going to sell on eBay. Sweet. Yeah. No, it's 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 a federal offense even to have it. Really? Well, someone else, not us. Yeah. They're, oh, yeah. They yeah. They want to put our names on it. Diplomatic immunity we have not only in every other country, but we also have it in, in mm-hmm. the United States. You were saying the satellite? Because I love the story. Yeah, so uh, the satellite shoots a laser, basically, that we can see with our uh, infrared, and we hop out of the plane. Airborne. Like, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> uh, before we jump out, the pilot makes sure that we know that we were never on this plane. And uh, it had a, they had a big, I would say a pallet full of what I can only assume is uh, powdered sugar. Mm. What was that? Um, I can tell you it wasn't powdered sugar. Oh, really? And just like you kept some night vision, I kept a few bags of that. Was that what you used to make that um, pour-over coffee? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's why we haven't slept in five days. That is... That was the best coffee I've ever, ever had in my life. Right? Did you keep any extra powdered sugar for me? You see that backpack over there? Yeah. You're wondering why I have two backpacks? <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. That backpack's like 60 pounds. Yeah. I'm gonna make sure that it's not 60 pounds by the time this trip is over. And to be precise, it's about... Well, it's about 20... 22 kilos. Okay. it's yeah. good. So anyways, we parachuted into the jungle. Mm-hmm. Can we talk right now? Yeah. About the types of machetes we brought. Just the machetes. Just the machetes. Um Well, it was hard for me to even bring a machete because, you know, we have now our our meteorite knives. Yes. And uh but the knife itself uh it's not shaped right like 
like a true machete. So I got my machete uh, handmade by, uh, you know what, I can't even think of, it. I, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Um, Is it Tom Cruise? No. Uh, Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. Oh, he, yeah. He, uh, little known fact, he actually shapes blades and uh, forges blades. Mm -hmm. I had him make a machete for me. Oh, I love that guy. Yeah. Oh, he's good. Yeah, yeah. Good people, good businessman, great actor. Yeah, fantastic man. Uh, but yeah, he made one for me, and it's it's done well. Uh, it's they done. made a movie with him. Um, what movie? What was it? Heat. You ever see Heat? Mm. Yeah, a long time ago. We have to watch it again. When we're done with this whole shenanigans we're doing with the Yukon thing, yeah, uh, we're gonna have to sit down and watch Heat. It's my favorite, like, cops and robbers movie. Yeah, it's amazing. Can't wait. It has the best quote in any action film, I think. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Coming from you, that's no small statement. It, I watch it, like, if, if I'm about to go and, and do some fighting in court, I watch just that scene on YouTube. Go and share it? Um, maybe at the end. Okay. That's how we'll end it, I think. Yeah. Um, so, that's your machete. Yeah. Uh, I got mine from uh, Amazon.com. Mm. I don't want to brag. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we'll edit this out if I seem too arrogant, but I'm an Amazon Prime member. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I got my uh, machete uh, overnighted to me. Wow. From uh, Atlanta, Georgia. So. That's. Wow. Pretty I good. Mean... Hey, do you when, think... Uh, when the guy delivered it, he actually wanted my autograph. So, take that to the bank. Do you think uh, maybe I could, I could like, order a couple things on your Amazon Prime? I would do that for you. Yeah? But probably no one else. Huh. I won't let my wife order from my Amazon Prime, but... That's a whole other ball of wax we're not going to get into. Hey, thanks, man. I really appreciate that. No problem. My machetes have uh, the handle guards over mm -hmm. them. Rubber handles... And they're very sharp. I like the handle guards. I yep. really do. Uh, it was your idea to go in silent. Mm -hmm. No explosives. No projectile weapons with combustion. <clears throat> yeah. So no guns. Uh, no grenades. No black powder. No black powder. I want to talk about what you brought as a weapon because I love it. And we yeah. talked about it before, but I, I just can't stop... I feel like I'm in a movie. Well, I brought my compound bow. Uh, it's camo, uh, so it blends in. You know, I wanted the black one. Yeah. But they were sold out. Sure. And uh, I ended up getting the camo. I'm happy with it. Well, now, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, I fashioned my own arrow tips. Yeah. Mm. Uh, this is great, yeah. Yeah, I... You know when we were in King Tut's tomb? Yeah. Uh, I pulled, actually, all of King Tut's teeth out. Yeah. After we doused him, because we had lit him on fire as a torch. Yeah. I pulled out his but teeth. How are we going to get out? I mean, we kind of yeah. broke in. Pull out his teeth, and uh, I file them all into points, and so his all of my arrows are tipped with one of his teeth. There's nothing worse, and I've talked to a lot of medical doctors about this. There's nothing worse 
like any type of bite you'd ever get, the worst kind of bite you could get is a human bite. Hmm. What do you have? You have human bites on each of your uh, bow uh, arrows. It's true. So even if it grazes someone's arm, they're going to be dead from the infection yeah. within at least a month. Yeah. Maybe less. I don't know. <clears throat> so uh, that's that's what I brought. So I have my my bow, the machete, and the uh, the meteorite knife. Yeah. yeah. I have my meteorite knife as well. I obtained one. Great story. I'm not going to get into it. Mm. Listen to the last episodes with my machetes. And, uh, you know, the 30 or 40 uh, throwing stars, mm-hmm. which I bring everywhere. Everywhere. Even through the TSA checkpoint at an airport. Every time. They never go off. So let's talk about the jungle. We haven't, uh, it's a very thick jungle. We've had to cut down about 60 dozen trees. Yeah. We're, uh, we're a couple clicks away from what I can only assume is this temple. To who I don't know. Yeah, this jungle. Uh, when when we uh, landed, because we we skydived in and then we, uh, we landed, uh, we were in the canopy. We had to cut ourselves out of our chutes and climb down some trees. And boy, it's it's thick and dense vegetation here. Uh, Remember that time I said I said Dutch, you trust me? I'm like of course. I said close your eyes, and I automatically grabbed that snake out of the tree. Yep. Yeah. That was that was pretty cool. I loved it. Yeah, and uh, we used this as jump rope just to be funny, mm-hmm. and then we threw it uh, at least twenty yards. But uh, yeah, thick, dense jungle. Yeah, snakes. Lots, lots of snakes around. Insects. It's it's definitely loud at night mm-hmm. with all the insects out, and uh, like a river of tarantulas. It's tarantula season. Yeah, in uh, in this part of Cambodia, I can only assume. I mean. There, it's a mating season, so it's it's kind of creepy. Cause I remember I fell, yeah, and I started moving. I was like, I'm not moving, but I, I was in the I was in the, the, the tarantula the river. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't like spiders, so at first I was a little nervous, but then uh, I realized um, they're more afraid of me than mm-hmm. I am of them, and so they let me go after biting me a few dozen times. Yeah, tarantula bites—they're not that bad. No. And, uh, I mean, they're just protecting their, uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I, the one thing I never really learned about was, or, uh, arachnids. <clears throat> yeah. So, lots of bugs, like, you. I think I slept on a, an ant nest last night. Um. Yeah, you woke up, um, with a few thousand ants crawling all over your face and chest. Well, and the thing that woke me up was the screaming. All these ants were screaming because they were trying to bite me, but they kept breaking their their little mandibles. Yeah. 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 Those are called bullet ants. Yeah. But they they would break their mandibles and they would just scream the shrill... I didn't know ants could scream, Mm -hmm. but when you have thousands of them screaming at the same time, it's it's pretty loud. Well, the way they do it, they scream in unison and it reaches decibels... That are beyond human comprehension. I felt bad. I mean, if I'd been awake, I would have told them, hey, don't bite me. Yeah. They're not going to like it. Yeah, ants are... They're quirky little insects. They're great. I'm grateful for them for breaking down things. But in Cambodia, uh, the, the famous screaming ants, um, yeah, it's a little unsettling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... <clears throat> so, as we're approaching this ma- enormous 
mammoth of a temple, mm-hmm. we see a bunch of symbols all over on each side. It's a four-sided temple, not like a pyramid, but it's it's like Angkor Wat in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, beautiful, seemingly untouched. But I looked at these symbols, and it's the symbol. Uh, it actually is the number thirty in Sanskrit. I checked my uh, Sanskrit book, which I always bring everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so we thought 30, 30 pieces of silver. Maybe there's yeah. a connection. Yeah. Why don't you talk about what we found? Um, <clears throat> we found a piece of artwork. Oh, this is great. Um, I don't remember who the artist actually was, but it's a painting of the scene where... <clears throat> Judas is kissing uh, yeah. Christ on the cheek to show the well, guards who, who it's Jesus two was. it's two Middle Eastern men. One is kissing the other, and there mm-hmm. are some Roman guards. You, we can only assume mm-hmm. it's Judas. Yeah, uh, and uh, what I what I realized because I remembered reading about a cult. In Cambodia, yeah, that worshipped Judas Iscariot. Right. Uh, the story goes there were some missionaries that had ventured far, far deeper into the jungle than any other. Missionaries That's right. The legend had. has it. That, uh, yeah. yeah. And um, what happened was they were they they lived with this group of people for gosh twenty. 25 years, yeah. learned the language, um, and they started to finally uh, tell them these Bible stories, and they started off with, of course, the Gospels, yeah. uh, the stories about Jesus, and um, th- when they told them the story of how Judas betrayed Jesus for 30 pieces of silver, the people immediately loved Judas. Yeah, the missionaries had no clue why. They didn't get it. Uh, they couldn't get even, past... Even after 25 years, you'd think they'd understand their culture, but... Yeah, not all missionaries are cut from the same cloth, I guess. Sure. Um, so, what it was, these people, they, in their culture, they value someone who is shrewd, someone cunning. who is cunning, someone yeah. who takes advantage of a situation for their own benefit. They loved Jacob, but they loved Laban even more. Mm. Yeah, even if it means betraying someone, they value that. They're about survival. Yeah. Yeah. So they saw Judas as a hero. Right. They saw Christ as weak. Right. Even though he's the strongest man ever. But, yeah. Um, so, this is what I remember reading about, um, that this, actually, this cult started. Yeah. In the middle of the Cambodian jungle that was dedicated to Judas Iscariot. Crazy. I mean... Yeah. Um, There's necromancy involved. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, I... I, That's the art of witchcraft, which which claims that they speak with the dead. mm, Yeah. Interesting. So, I don't know... uh, I don't know what we're going to find in this temple. Uh... Am I creeped out by it? No. No. I don't get creeped out. No. We fought demons. <laughs> I mean, um, we got into that bar fight with those people that claimed to be Navy SEALs in Wisconsin. Hey, you know what being in this jungle reminds me of? What? 
our dads. Oh, yeah. That's right. Both of our fathers were in Vietnam. Yeah. My dad used to always tell me stories about being in the being in the jungle. Yeah. Yeah. I never really talked to my dad about his many tours in Vietnam. Mm. Uh, one thing my dad did say about Vietnam was, well, kind of like ancillary, um, was that I'd, I'd always ask to go camping, and my dad would always retort, I've done enough camping in my life for the both of us. Mm. And uh, I never understood that until I realized he spent three years in a jungle. Yeah. Camping, hunting. Yeah. People. Um, my, my dad always described it as a government-sponsored backpacking trip. Oh, really? Yeah. Must have had a blast. Yeah, sounds like it. I mean, it sounds great. It sounds like summer camp, right? I mean, uh, the man in the black pajamas, that is the real adversary. Mm. You know, not these yeah. people fighting in the desert. Eyeball to eyeball. That. That is combat. Yeah. Huh. Are you ready to go into this thing? Um, you know, we've been sitting here for a full ten hours doing surveillance and right. uh, recon, and um, yeah. I've seen some, we, we've we seen some figures kind yeah. of coming in and out once in a while. Uh, you want to describe what, what they look like? They just look like any native peoples, uh, <clears throat> hand-woven clothes. Uh, that cover just their parts that should be covered. I mean, in, in my Western civilization, um, they have they look like tools, not weapons. They seem very peaceful and loving. Mm-hmm. Nobody's tried to attack us. <clears throat> if the temple was sacred, it would probably be defended. It, it doesn't seem like it's being defended. Mm. We have not gone in it, though. Is that pretty good? Yeah. Explanation. Anything else you want to add? Because they're really not getting that close. Mm-mm. Chances are they've probably already heard of us. You know what? You're probably right. Yeah. Uh, so you know what I have to say about all this? We're about to walk in we're to about, this temple. We're about to head in. For me, this is action. And to me, Dutch. The action is the juice.